This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, we get an update from some agencies' plans for reopening their D.C. headquarters. The head overseer of all coronavirus stimulus funds is officially confirmed for the job. And next up is the Inspector General for the Office of Personnel Management. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Agencies in the National Capital Region are starting to reopen facilities to small groups of federal employees. Phase 1 of the Agriculture Department's reopening plan started Monday. USDA says political appointees are starting to re-enter facilities in Washington, D.C. Other employees will receive notices from their supervisors in the coming days. The Energy Department set a June 8th date for Phase 1 of its reopening plan. Energy estimates 3.7% of its workforce employees will re-enter D.C. area buildings on that date. Former General Services Administration watchdog Brian Miller is confirmed as the Special Inspector General for Pandemic Recovery. Miller most recently served as a lawyer in the White House Counsel's Office. As the Special IG, Miller will oversee about $500 billion in Treasury spending on businesses under the CARES Act. A bipartisan bill introduced in the Senate last month would fast-track hiring staff to work for the Special IG's office. The president's nominee to be the Office of Personnel Management Inspector General got some face time before the Senate. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has some details. Craig Lean told the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee he'd focus on OPM's pandemic response and a possible merger with the General Services Administration if confirmed as IG. If there were to be a merger, overseeing that merger to protect the core equities of OPM, including uh, the human resource function, FEHBP, retirement, charitable giving. There's so many different things that OPM does, and you don't want that to be lost within the larger, much larger structure of GSA. So there is definitely a role to play for the OPM IG, and I plan to play it. Lean would be the only second permanent OPM IG since 1990, if confirmed. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Former DHS CIO John Zangardi found a new home just seven months after leaving government for an industry position. Red Horse Corporation named Zangardi as its new president. He'll run the day-to-day operations of the IT services company, which does work in the public and private sectors. The former DHS and DOD IT executive left government in November to join Lidos as its senior vice president of business initiatives and strategic partnerships. Even federal job fairs are going virtual these days. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The National Nuclear Security Administration plans to hold an online hiring event on Wednesday, June 24th. The agency says it's looking to hire 100 people in engineering, physical sciences, operations research, and security. The NNSA has openings in locations across the country. Candidates must register and submit resumes in advance. But once online, they'll be able to view agency videos and visit various virtual program booths and apply for jobs. Interviews will take place afterwards. I'm Tom Temin. USDA is rolling out a new performance management and employee award system this fall. Employees will earn a pass or fail performance rating instead of one of the five performance categories they have now. Awards will be based on specific employee accomplishments, and USDA managers will no longer save awards for the end of the year. Instead, they'll hand out cash bonuses and time off awards to employees throughout the entire year. The new USDA policy is still in draft form, but agency leaders plan to finalize and begin implementing it by October 1st. 
Moving the paper-based system of declassifying records to an electronic one wouldn't just save money. The Public Interest Declassification Board says a backlog for declassifying once-sensitive records has made it harder for federal employees to telework if their jobs require them to work with those records. The board recommends the Director of National Intelligence lead efforts to modernize the declassification process. The National Archives and Records Administration estimates the current paper-based classification process costs about $18 billion a year to maintain. Four months later, there's still confusion over the government's position on using e-commerce portals. Federal News Network's Jason Miller reports. As the General Services Administration moves closer to awarding a proof of concept for its e-commerce platform, an industry association is pressing for changes. The Coalition for Government Procurement wants GSA to amend the current solicitation or explain how the initiative meets the goals of the February executive order aimed at protecting the public from counterfeit products on e-commerce platforms. CGP says it's concerned that GSA's current approach isn't sufficient to protect federal buyers from purchasing counterfeit or gray market products. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Navy is announcing 10 new information warfare projects ranging from radio software enhancements that stop jamming to a shared data environment for non-tactical information assistance. The Navy will hold a virtual industry day on the projects next week. It will include briefings from Naval Information Warfare Center Atlantic and Naval Information Warfare Center Pacific. Other projects that will be announced are 5G network enhancement prototypes and a redesign on legacy submarine launch control system buoys. The Air Force is rethinking its approach to race in the wake of George Floyd's death. Federal News Network Scott Massioni. The leaders of the Air Force say they're conducting a full independent review of the service's military justice system. The Air Force's top enlisted airman took to Twitter stating he's committed to making racial disparities in the service better. He noted that black airmen are disproportionately punished and top leadership lacks diversity. Service member advocate organization Protect Our Defenders recently put out a report alleging the Air Force did not act on recommendations from four years ago to correct racial disparities. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. And Homeland Security officials have identified a Federal Protective Services officer who was shot and killed amidst protests in the San Francisco Bay Area last weekend. David Patrick Underwood was standing watch outside the federal building in Oakland when officials say he and a fellow officer were gunned down in a drive-by shooting Friday night. The second officer was seriously wounded, but is expected to recover. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. 